Hey guys, welcome to episode 38 of the On The Rise podcast. I'm Alicia and I'm here with my co-host Molly. Today we're going to be talking about happiness. Hey Molly, how are you doing today? Hey Alicia, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great also. Thank you. So let's start with you. How do you define happiness for your life? Um, I think happiness is um, being in control or being a master of our destiny, something like that, Um, being uh, in the moment. I like that. And that's kind of the same thing I would say, too. I actually have the same exact response that you said for our episode on success, what success looks like. It looks like um, happiness looks like living life on my own terms. So that's also like being in control. Um, did you, have you changed your perspective on happiness from like now and like from back when you were younger? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting what you say, um, what you said right there, like happiness and success look a lot alike, right? So Mm -hmm. if I would have thought like, or if somebody would have asked 20, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, um, how, how would you define happiness? I would say, well, being successful, right? Having money. Uh, that's how you think happiness is, uh, all those external um, things. And now I, I, I more view happiness as an internal process, an internal thing, an internal state of mind. Yeah, it's definitely internal. I agree with that. I think when I used to think of happiness, I used to think of someone like jumping out of bed every morning, being super energetic, positive person. And that's how I thought it was always supposed to look like. But I don't think that's exactly, it may look like that for some people, but I don't think that's exactly what, you know, happiness is per se. It's more like an internal feeling of just, like you said, being in control and knowing that I'm going to be okay, no matter what things may come at me, I'm still going to be able to pull myself back up and be in a good state of mind. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, like the, the thing about getting uh, up in the morning, like jumping out of bed in the morning, it doesn't really happen that much for me sometimes, but sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't happen. And that's okay, too. I mean, I, yeah. I don't I don't feel like I'm unhappy because I don't leap out, out, of, <laughs> out of bed. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what they kind of make it look like. Like happiness, like when people are looking for happiness, they think they're supposed to get this feeling like where they're always like on 10. And that's not necessarily what it is. It's just like being okay and and being, I guess, like you said, living life in your own terms, like doing things that align with your soul and align with your destiny in life. I think is what brings yeah. happiness. Yeah. I think so, that's, a, yeah, mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that's a much more, um, a better definition of happiness because sometimes I'm, I'm looking at Instagram and, and people are like showing how happy they are, but it really depresses me sometimes because <laughs> like it's so shallow. I mean, exactly and that's a problem too like when we see those things and not talking about you personally but like all those people on instagram who have these lives that look like they're so happy we're comparing we compare ourselves to them and then it makes us a little sad we're like that's not what we're doing but like if you're okay with your life and just be okay with your life like you don't have to worry about anybody else right mm-hmm. yeah so how do you handle like bad things when they happen um yeah i mean i'm i'm better at that, then uh, because I used to wallow in, in, in things when bad things happen, I used to wallow and like be miserable for days on end. Mm-hmm. Now I can really like um, get to the bottom of what happens, like um, strip, strip, strip away all the negativity or the subjectivity mm-hmm. to say, like, objectively, okay, this happened. Yeah. That makes me feel that way. 
and that's okay. And then like move on with, with whatever I need to do. Yeah. I think when you're happy, you're able to bounce back a lot faster when you have like true happiness. So I think you make a good point there. So do you think, okay, so before I had my jobs and everything, which I really didn't like several years ago, and you've done things in the past where you have periods in your life in the past where you weren't necessarily happy either. Do you think that you can be happy if you're doing something that you hate? I don't think so. It doesn't work for me anyway. It never worked for me because I know, I know the theory. Like, yeah, you do this for a, sec, uh, for a couple of years, you, you'll hate it, but um, it'll give you money or it'll give you status or it'll give you whatever, and then you can do. I mean, th that never worked for me. I mean, I could never see... You could never see the, the, the thought process or never get it. I mean, like, yeah. I never understood why you would be happy for three or unhappy for three years and then suddenly, magically, you would be okay. I never, that never did it. I know. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like, I guess, you know, people can push through that period of time and then at the end, maybe they come out and they're able to live whatever life they wanted. But for me to sacrifice any amount of time, like, it's kind of crazy like, to sacrifice my happiness for some period of time because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Like, I just think it's crazy. Like, I think you should always try to be working towards your destiny or whatever you want in life and tr try to do things that make you happy to, in order to get there. Yeah, and, and it's never worth it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it's not worth it, but I, yeah. I, you shouldn't bet on it that it's worth it because I know a lot of people who are like, <clears throat> they have to do a three-year internship in some kind of law firm. Mm -hmm. And that's like three years of working I mean, 20 hours a day, something, something like that. Mm -hmm. um, hundred, hundred hours a week, something like that. Almost no pay for three years. Yeah. And I mean, that's a lot of sacrifice. And is it worth it? I don't know. Maybe for them, but um, it's always, it's always going to be less than you think it is. In my opinion. I know it's a really difficult one. Cause I think I was reading someone's comment. I don't know if it was on, on my post or your post, but someone has said they had just had to wait out their job that they hated for like 18 more months. And then they received a pension, which is like, okay, should I stay? Should I go? I mean, that's a tough decision because a pension, like that's pretty awesome. You'd be set probably for the next 30, 40 years or whatever. But if you really hate it, I mean, I probably would try to, I might try to stick it out, but again, you are sacrificing yourself for 18 months. So I don't know. It's tough sometimes. Yeah. Honestly, if you if you're so close, I would probably say, um, keep at it. I mean, yeah. it's against whatever I, I believe in, but I still think like 18 months. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. <laughs> I know. Try to do things that make you happy while you're waiting it out, I guess. Yeah. 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 That's what, um, yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know his name now. Um, said to like sometimes work. I mean, some people are unhappy in work mm -hmm. sometimes and I get that. But th sometimes those people will unhappy in mm -hmm. everything they do too. So, um, I mean, I, I'm not, yeah. not judging anybody, right? But um, there, there are some people who just won't be happy That's doing true. anything. So why not stay <laughs> They do the same. That's true. That's like an entirely different thing. They're just not happy at the core. Because there, there's so many different facets to happiness. Like there's things that we can do that can make us unhappy in life. Like we can live somewhere. We totally don't like living there and going somewhere else make make us feel better or in a better mood. Or we may be in a relationship that doesn't make us happy and getting out of that relationship may make us happier. It's like weird. It's like the, the things that we do can bring happiness in and out of our life. And then also like, are we happy at our core? So it's like two different aspects of it. Mm -hmm. So like, isn't that? Yeah. 
Isn't that the thing that I wrote about? The difference between happiness yeah. and true happiness? I mean, I think I think I got there sometimes. I think like, you could say like I'm happy now with mm-hmm. my friends having fun, or like true happiness is 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 being happy what wherever and whatever. Because everybody's going to be happy with, when he's having a birthday yeah. party. With his but that's so hard. Even when you say that, like, and I'm not disagreeing with you, but like, because in theory it's correct. But I'm like, still, you can be happy whenever and wherever. Like, if I was staying at the customer service and I hated, like, I could not. Like, maybe it's just that you have to work towards what you want instead. Because I could not have been happy if I was still there now. Like, I, yeah. I mean, I could be maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't imagine being happy there. So <laughs> this is really difficult for me. Like I yeah. had to move on to something else. Yeah. The thing is, what we're talking about is a very difficult, yeah. difficult topic because while you were thinking, I was thinking about what I said like ten, five minutes ago about the, yeah. the internship that they were like uh, 20 hours a day for, for three mm-hmm. years without pay. And that that was hopeless, but then I realized that I just did just the same with yeah. my trading. So I I traded for three years without pay, like watching ridiculous amounts of yeah. hours of, of charts without payoff. So I mean, it's, it's a very tricky one because maybe that's what the thing that I knew I was working towards something that uh, that that something bigger mm-hmm. was going to come. But you were okay with it, right? Because you I, like. The whole thing of trading, you were okay with the fact that trading was the thing that was going to get you there, right? Or no? Yeah, and I loved, and I have to say, I loved, I, I loved watching, <laughs> I love watching eight hours of charts a day. So, yeah, I know. That's certainly not right? <laughs> So, like, even like now, like, I make less money than I've ever done with accounting or customer service before. And maybe it's even more of a struggle. But despite of having more of a struggle, like, I'm still happier, which is the crazy thing. Like you can have less money and still be happier. So I don't, Stephanie, I don't think it's tied to money. Like you were saying, like you were, had to work several years at trading, weren't making anything, but still I'm sure you would be more content at that than having to work like a corporate job, which is a, or a nine to five. It's not your nature. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's very internal and it's very personal. Um, like if you if you are happy at your core, there's nobody else who can tell you, yeah, you're, that's, not, that's not working for you or you shouldn't do that. Because you always feel it deep inside if it works mm-hmm. or if it doesn't. That's true. So, do you think that money can make you happy? Um, um, for me personally, uh, I've been happy with money. I have been unhappy with money. I have been happy without money. But uh, I prefer having money than having not mo- yeah. having no money. So. Um, be happy with money well not per se but money is not going to make you unhappy if you don't want to <laughs> that's a perfect Let's answer yeah I think like just the byproducts of things that happen when you have like financial security that can give you more of a you feel more secure in life it makes you feel safer less anxiety less things to worry about but it's not the money per se itself it's just your state of mind that money gives you that's how I look at it yeah I mean yeah, uh, I, I've, I've talked about it before, probably countless of times on my on my blogs and whatever. So I had three stages in my life. I had the first stage, well, I had several, but let's let's keep it very simple for now. I had a stage where I was dead broke and was unhappy. So because I was dead broke, I wasn't happy because, well, I was a loser and I was not doing anything anyway. So that was stage one. Stage two was like um, I made money and that made me happier. 
or I, I felt like I, I had confidence. I, I, I did something that matters. You know what I mean? I, I, I built self-esteem. And then the third stage was having that self-esteem and realizing that the money was not necessary. It was just a state of mind. So now I can go to that state without having money. So if I would lose it all today, I would still be in the same spot, like self-confident, uh, confident that I would b- build it back. Yeah, that's um, awesome. Because yeah. once you change your state of mind and you feel happy or you feel like better about life, like it's it would be really hard to go back. Like there's nothing, like I used to go through depression and whatnot. Like there's nothing in me that would go back to that now. Like it would be really difficult now that I know how good things are now. Yeah. Yeah, for instance, I mean, I talked about it uh, today on, on my, um, my, my post. Today was about... Um, like I had, we talked about it here too, that I had uh, anger mm-hmm. issues in the past and that I kind of solved it. But yesterday it came a little bit back. So like a kind of glimpse of what it was and that immediately did me, made me realize like, okay, I made a good choice by not uh, by giving it away, right? By not, by, by, de- by getting rid of my anger issues, with dealing with it. I realized that because even that glimpse uh, made me like, oh no, this is, you know what I mean? This yeah, is you know, and that happens to me sometimes too. Like, not like in per se depression or anything like that, but like I'll have things that make me quite unhappy, like situations. And then like when it happens, I have the feeling and then I think back to like what I used to do, like how I would normally throw me in a tailspin and it just doesn't happen anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that right now. We're going to stay happy, stay focused on what we're trying to do. So yeah. Yeah, and those are powerful too, right? Those glimpses to like the past or like the alternative reality, what what would have uh, been your life if you wouldn't yeah. have solved it. I mean, those are so so powerful that they really uh, encourage you to to yeah. go on with the journey and improve yourself. And yeah, because you know what's going to happen. Yeah, if you for don't sure. Do it, right? Yeah, it's really important to focus on staying in a good state of mind. Yeah. So um, there was a post that you wrote the other day too, where one of your followers, KD, had said like, just, I think you had wrote about it a little bit too, about smiling and how you can kind of transfer your positive energy and happiness to other people. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, it reminds me of a, a quote I read, I think, was it Jesse? I don't know. One of the, one of our uh, all-stars yes. on our writing team said, uh, uh, smile till your face hurts and I mean maybe it got torn I don't know um, and I, li- I like that quote because it's so true right if you if you put a smile on your face after a while you're just going to feel happy and you're not even going on why you don't even know why you're just like why do I feel so good right now that you're just smiling and like the act of doing that just does something in your brain you're like faking the smile but your brain doesn't know that and just yeah you, your endorphins and, and, and stuff like that are going to flow so it changes. It helps for you, and it helps. It also helps yeah. for others, right? If people see you smile, they're they're definitely going to be more friendly towards you and, and smile more. I mean, it even works with kids and stuff like that too. If you if you walk down the streets with a smile, people are like, "Oh, that that guy is smiling," and you know yeah, what I mean. I think so. I yeah. smile a lot. Have you ever like went to like a restaurant or just like some kind of place, and the person, the worker there, is like in a bad mood? They have an attitude. And like, I'm normally like chipper. This happened to me before I went in there. And then I'm like, why is it a bad mood? I'm just still my chipper self. And at the end, they're usually happier after conversing with me. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I used to be like um, different. I used to be a little bit of a, of a moody guy sometimes too. So if someone came to me with a, 
uh, frown on his face, I would be instantly frown, <laughs> frowning too. But now I, I switch too. I have a sm- more of a smile on my face. And if people start like moody and they, they see my smile, yeah, it, it, it infects them too. Because they realize too, like, yeah, it's better for their tips and stuff like that if they're, if they're friends. For sure. And I know you like Tony Robbins. Um, I was watching one of his YouTube videos at one time. I don't know if you've seen this one. He was talking to a lady in his audience, but I guess she was going through a divorce or something. And when she was talking about it, like her shoulders were down, her head was down, and she was acting all sad. And then he showed her an exercise that she can do. She lifted her head up, and it totally changed her like state of mind, how she was feeling about things. Did you see that? Yeah, uh, no, I didn't see it. But, I mean, yeah, I can totally imagine it, right? I mean, I could have seen, seen it. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. we're, like, feeling down and sorry about ourselves. We, like, put our head down. We start talking in a low voice. So, like, our posture can even affect, like, our happiness and our mood, like how we uh, stand or our demeanor can help us as well. Yeah, posture is a big one, right? That's the biggest one. That's probably the biggest secret out there. Like, if you stand tall, your head back, your... Um, yeah, that, that changes so, so, so much. If people mm-hmm. look at you, they look at you different. If you look like, yeah, that's, it's the same. And that's the biggest problem we're doing to ourselves right now. I mean, I'm, just, I'm going on a rant now, but I think it was just yesterday that I saw um, like young, uh, some couple of young kids and they were like, I mean, I say kids, they're like 20 or 22 mm-hmm. or something. And they were like on their smartphone in public and they're like totally crouched, slumped, their, their head looking at their phone. And that's how they stood for t- 30 minutes. So they're um, doing that to their body. They're like, um, they're putting their body in a subcon- an, an, um, subconscious state. So in a state of, of uh, like, um, yeah. Happy that it's like know. that posture. It's not good. No, but like, um, if you if you if you watch like for instance nature or something like that, you see two alpha males engaging. There's always one who, who is dominant and one who has a like the, the subversive. Is that the, yeah? That yeah. So so that's that's the subversive uh, posture is like uh, uh, shoulders uh, crowds like uh, yeah. head down. And and the problem is if you stay like that, your body automatically um, uh, thinks. That is uh, that is less oh, and this is oh, that's true. That is that's the psychological implications of it. Yeah, that's true. That's probably what the whole Tony Robbins thing was about too. Yeah. So, for instance, if you, um, I mean, they've they've done experiments on that uh, on that too on, on on gorillas or, or on chimps. Like, they, if they put a chimp in that nobody mm-hmm. knows, and he's like just dominant, he has a dominant attitude. It doesn't take long before everybody thinks he's dominant. Even though he isn't dominant, right? But you could, you can, you can, you can uh, give of teach that uh, chimp some tricks that make him look more dominant, and the whole population thinks automatically that he's dominant, even though he isn't. Yeah. So it's the same thing with people. That's too. an awesome insight. So, like, even if you're not happy, just start acting like it by holding your head up, improving your posture, doing things, or acting or looking like you're happy, and it'd be e- easier to get there. That's with everything. Like, this is an affirmation in itself. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's true. I mean, like, I'm not a doctor, right? Neither are you. But <laughs> if people are depressed, you would probably say like, um, fix your posture, <laughs> like stand stand with your back against the wall for ten twenty minutes every mm-hmm. day, and only that that thing in itself would already change so much. Like you would feel, yeah. I mean, does something yeah. to you. 
like shoulders uh, back, chest, you know, I get puffed up. That's something that's a power stance and it works. Yeah, that was a good tip. That's definitely a good tip. So we had a conversation the other day too about like your younger self and um, how you are now, like what you would tell yourself. Do you think you would tell your younger self anything about how to be happy in life? What would you say? No, do you think your younger self would tell you now anything about how to be happy? So my younger self, what my younger self would tell to me now, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I don't think so because like my younger self was not never happy. So I mean, I was never happy back then, or I thought I thought I was happy, but I was never happy. I mean, I went to a bar, I drank a lot, I was having fun with friends, but that was not happiness. That was more like enjoyment. Oh, you know, I mean, I said it backwards. I meant like what you would tell yourself now, your younger self now. <laughs> Ah, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, I was already thinking, like, hey, that's a strange question. So, yeah, <laughs> that's maybe better. Yeah, um, yeah I, would, I would go to my younger self. I would say, like, um, find yourself, right? Find out who you are, what you want in life, and work towards that goal. Um, and whatever you think you're doing now, it's not what you want figure out what you want. I mean, spend some time without your friends, without booze, without like the external pressure. Find, you know, go on a trip for three days, maybe on your own, you know, see see what happens when, when, when it's silent, yeah. when the laughter is gone and find out what you want in life. And, and I think if you start there, um, can't go wrong, I think. Yeah, that's really great advice for a lot of younger people. And I probably could use the same thing myself because I think there's like a period of time when if we don't have that guidance when we're younger, we're just like absolutely lost. And we think that, you know, as we say so many times that we feel like life is happening to us and not for us. And I think that's the biggest thing that young people need to understand that it can happen for you and you can have control over the direction you're going. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what uh, Jesse yesterday told us, right? Um, if you don't control your life, somebody else or something else will. It's, it's uh, mm-hmm. all the same thing all over again, right? Yeah. A 20, a 20-year-old is typically not in control of his own life. His friends or his parents or his tutors or his professors control him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in the end, that never works out because um, they are gone one day and then what happens? Right, exactly. And that's a big thing too. Like I think one of the biggest things for me for happiness is living for myself and not for anybody else. Because when I was younger, like you have this um, order that you're supposed to do things. Like you're supposed to go to high school, college, get a degree, get married, have a family, those type of things. And you have to make sure that's what you want. If it's not what you want, then you have to figure out what you want. And do that mm-hmm. instead because you're not going to be happy yeah. living your life based off what someone else wants for you. That's true. But I have to, I have to say, I mean, this is going to sound, sound a little bit depressing, but like <laughs> you could tell this to all 18 year olds and they would say, yeah, uh-huh, I get it. I get it. And they would still do whatever uh, society wants them to do. That's, that's how it's, that's how, how powerful this all is like uh, um, college and uh, marriage and all those things. So um, it's only if you're like 25, 30 that you start seeing things different, I think. Yeah, I inclined to agree with that. But I do think also, because I'm thinking to my situation, my brother the other day too, like, but, you know, society has this thing, so it's really hard to get away from that grip of what they say is the correct 
order to go in, but then maybe my brother, just because he's seen my sister and me go a different route, but he was like, not happy going college route, even though I went to college myself. And if you go, want to go to college, you know, for, by all means, I'm for people going to college, they want to do that. But he had an issue with it because he felt like it was pointless. And I felt like it wasn't going to lead to what he wanted in life. So I think he just needed, some people just need to hear it. That there are other options in order to start taking them. And that's why sometimes I wish like when I was 18, 20, like I was looking into doing stuff on social media. I was trying to do my own blog, but I didn't have any guidance. And if I had that guidance, I think it would have took off a lot quicker than I did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, there's always um, a small major- minority of, of the 18 year olds, 20 year olds who really figured it out even then. <laughs> and, um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, those are, are probably the ones who are going to, to save uh, society, I hope. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So do you have any final thoughts on happiness or this conversation that we're having today? Um, happiness is um, a skill and you can learn it. That's, the, that's something very powerful that you have to understand. It's mm-hmm. not something that is thrown out, out of you. It's not something that some lucky few have and you don't have. It's something that you can, can achieve through, yeah, through exercise, uh, learning, um, applying yourself, uh, all those things. So it's a skill and yeah, you can learn it too. Yeah, I agree. Happiness starts with you and you first have to make that choice and then figure out like, what you want in life. So yeah, it's awesome. Like I'm glad we both reached a point where we're happy and hopefully just going forward, I'm sure I'm going to reach even new levels of happiness. So I'm excited for the future. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of that too. I mean, for you, right? And for me, for me probably too. Yeah. So yeah, that's a great end to this episode. Thanks guys for listening today. If you liked this episode on happiness, please give us some claps on Anchor and follow us. Otherwise, we will see you tomorrow on the next one. Have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.